regardless, man, you got to know how to go. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday morning. Monday, 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 Monday. Good morning, gentlemen. What a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend for me, for you, and certainly for the guy in the bottom square. Filled with great family stuff this weekend. I uh, got to host the LeBrons. So got um no not LeBron James. Got to host Gabby's uh, mom and her stepdad down here to spend some time on Saturday, Saturday night, and then they left Sunday morning and then drove up to Boca and got to celebrate Shea Money being a daddy and you know being close to becoming a daddy in a couple months. So um just calling it out. How much shit do you think that guy gets, LeBron? <laughs> You're the goat, man. Great. It's a great name to have at this time. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, by the way, so speaking of the goat and LeBron, we watched Space Jam yesterday. Oh, Space I'm Jam is the worst movie in the history of movies. Yeah. It's bad. horrible. Like, it's bad. Like, actively bad. Can't watch it. It was, it was, it was really, really tough to watch. But in the, I in loved the Twitter- it. Verse people were saying, What do you? It's a kid's movie, like if you it watch a kid's movie, watch look, he gives it two thumbs up, yeah. But like, I, I watched the original Space Jam not too long ago and it was still good, like you know, it's yeah. not an adult movie, but it was still entertaining for adults. Yeah, you had, you had hard to watch, you had you know, you had, you had so many good people. So, sorry for the I, I <laughs> mentioned it Saturday night, thinking possibly about watching it and actually chose. To dive into Marathon Man, which is oldie, but a classic, just fantastic movie. So let's show everybody what a fantastic uh, day yesterday was celebrating, um, you know, the greatest thing in life, which is family. Look at that. So uh, it was Danielle Shea's uh, baby shower and uh, all the ladies were in pink. Shea, it was a beautiful, beautiful room. We took Shea out for his man shower. And uh, we showered him with tequila shots. So. I didn't even know that it was going to be a pink flowered theme. And my shirt ended up being right on theme for what was happening. Right so. theme. Now, I was supposed to wear a pink shirt and I did a boo-boo and did not. So. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Shit happens. But it was great. It's celebrating all of the, the things that, um, you know, that we just cherish, which is family. There's nothing like um, your boys and I will point everybody to um, your post this morning, Mark, to share with everybody that, and I've alluded to this before, not all dialogue is, you know, upbeat and great. Fun. <laughs> it feels good. You know, we had um, a, a, a miss at the, of the minds. We didn't agree. It happens, you know. Mark's a burgeoning uh, entrepreneur. He's doing all kinds of great things. Sometimes it doesn't align with me. There's no fault. It's just how do you maneuver that tackiness? And I thought your post this morning was fantastic. And so for those who are not following Mark, it's a shining example of how to offer up real solid content that people can really get their arms. I, I appreciate that. I thought it was appropriate. I thought, you know, and it's something that I don't think it's talked about enough because whether it's asking for a raise, whether it's telling somebody that you work for, that you're uncomfortable with the environment or what's happening, whether it's you disagree with a tactic or an initiative that's happening internally, 
I know that on the staff and the football staffs that I worked on, if everybody in the room felt free to offer up their opinion, that's when we found the best ideas. That's when we, you know, navigated away from the, the, the disasters. That was always when we had the best strategy and game planning. And when that's not the case, it's a really hard environment to feel comfortable to speak up in. And so having hard conversations, whether it be with your family, with your coworkers, people who are both, whatever it is, it takes a lot to do that. And I kind of talked about what it takes to do it. So I appreciate that. Thank you. It was great. Yeah, it was really awesome. Really fantastic. Oh, rookie move. That was my volume. <laughs> um, speaking about posts, shout out to our friend and our client, Jen Homer in uh, Cincinnati. Um, she is new to the social media space, using it right. And this is a perfect example of how she is sharing what she is, what she does, why she does it. And uh, kudos, shout out. I'm going to try and pull that on Mondays, do a you know client or a friend shout out of somebody who's doing it right. So, uh, you know, uh, finally, uh, just to show the takeaway gifts for the shower, which I was fortunate enough, I can paint my fingers pink. I can eat a Neiman Marcus cookie. And with that, let's wake up. Just love Wake that song. <laughs> it's his favorite thing to do now. Wake up. Wake up, everybody. So um, today, lots of great content. We're going to talk about holistic therapy and that whole movement, how it relates to uh, you personally, how it relates to your business. The health of your business has a lot to do with your mindset and your thought process and your communication, but I thought I'd kick the morning off with a little motivational video about attitude. Maybe. The most powerful tool that you have right now in your life, in your body, is your mind. That's why the enemy fights you in your mind. The devil doesn't have to tie you up for you to be bound. He just has to tie up your head. With stress, with worry, with aggravation, with low self-esteem, with pettiness, with anger, with hostility, with rebellion. And he can make you physically sick because your mind is sick. Whatever drives you. That's what's shaping your life and the challenge is that most of us never consciously decide what we're going to have drive our life. See, we're not stimulus response animals, but we can be stimulus response animals. We must not be negative. Just negative talk gets us in so much trouble. I am sick and tired of people coming to me saying, 
that they had a setback. It is a part. I love the sun, but things don't grow because of the sun. You have to have some rain. And you've got to stop looking at rain in your life as something bad. You control your feelings. Don't nobody else control your feelings. So when you tell me I ain't feeling it no more, it don't got nothing to do with something external. It's something internal that you ain't pushing no more. You push you. You got to move you every single day. I love it. I love that. I love it. I mean, I, I put the post out about Louise and what happened to Louise on Saturday, but I tied that right into setbacks. Like, she's a 10-week-old puppy, right? She's learning how to be housebroken, how to be potty trained and behavioral training, and now she's a major physical setback, but that's not stopping us from continuing to train her. We just have to find the new way to navigate the, the setback. You know, so... Um, I was working with a client and who was going through a really difficult time. And I sent her a bunch of videos, a bunch of content. This is the stuff that allows you to, you know, really shake off the rust, shake off the bad stuff. So today is holistic therapy day. Um, it, it's based in uh, the most famous phys physician is Hippocrates, the Hippocratic Oath, fa a famous uh, approach that is, is actually looking at the whole person, not focusing on the symptom. And so we as a culture are really, really good at saying, oh, your stomach's bothering you? Here's something to mask it. Take this, do this, shoot this, take the pill, not looking at the why. why, why Treating symptoms and not the cause of the right. symptoms. Right, so if you focus on the symptom, and so this is what happens in life and the the holistic therapies that are available today are acupuncture, which I don't know if you've ever had acupuncture. I, have. I think it was spectacular. Yeah. I hurt my neck so bad, nobody could help me. And the acupuncturist did it. It was fantastic. Um, oils and aromatherapy smells. Um, the um, massage. A simple aromatherapy for you. Simple aromatherapy. Just drop a little bit of eucalyptus in your shower. Yeah. Turn the shower on hot, drop some eucalyptus in the corner of the shower so that you breathe eucalyptus while you're showering. The simplest, easiest way to open up your airways and just change the way you're feeling. So, you know, we talk about modern medicine and it's just sort of the, you know, it's interesting the way we've been brought up, you know, massage, meditation. I just recently started going to get stretched and the concept you know, after I went, I got a free thing. I went, I loved it. I felt great. And I was like, well, wow, that's expensive. But then, you know, the cost of me getting hurt, you know, right. or not feeling good. Not feeling good. It's the, the flip of the mind. So, Shay, show me how you measure this kind of stuff. So we were taught that you get a high salary and you have a job title and everything will take care of itself. That, that makes you successful. That is success, is the right. money and the title. Right. That was the, you know, now look at what a better measurement is. See how small the salary and the job title are. You know, look at how big mental health is, free time, liking well, what you do, maybe forget about that, love what you do, you know? And something that, yeah, I think that's something that Gary V has been pretty consistent with in his content because he talks about a lot of things. But one thing that's relatively consistent is he always talks about 
stop worrying about the title or the just figure out what you like to do and then go all in on that. Do everything you can to make that your purpose because you're passionate about it. And, you know, liking what you do, if you hate going to work every day and you have to go to work every day, that's not a way to live. You're never going to find full holistic happiness that way. Good tie. Good, good way to bring it around because when you deal with that kind of stress, anxiety, um, all of that anger and shit like that, it wears you out. It makes you sick. It physically think about grinding against the gear all day long. You know, it's like, I love Monday mornings. I can't wait to get up and listen and learn and do and go. I didn't spend my whole career that way. You remember when I was in the phone business, I, I didn't like that. Sunday nights sucked for me. Right. You know, it was like, oh shit, I got to, this is going to be, go up and, you know, it was just a, you know, it was crazy. Yeah. So how do you deal with this? How do you do something about taking control? And you and I talk about this all the time. You have to control the control controllables. Yep. A thousand percent. I mean, that's it. Control the controllables. Shay's a little hungover from yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Is the tequila bothering you still, Shay? (laughs) I think he's a little slow. I'm looking at I'm looking at the timeline. He jumped in a little. I keep it to a timeline. <laughs> I don't uh, know. But so Two. when you talk about controlling the controllables and having that be what's in your life, that then ties into you get to choose where you spend your time and you get to choose how you prepare yourself to spend that time. And if you're not happy with where you're spending your time or how you're spending that time, that's on you. I get to say yes. I get to say no. I get to decide what I trade off because I think that's the best thing about time is that it's finite. You only have a certain amount of it. It's not this, you know, I have X amount of energy. I have unlimited amount of energy. No, you only have 24 hours. You only have, you know, 86,400 seconds in a day. So where you choose to put that, you either have to decide that that's worth it or decide to take that time and spend it somewhere else. You don't get to do both. I love that. So um, I have six ways to take back control of your life. But before we do that, I want to show you how I use music to get up and move and change my mood. You know, it's a part of what I think about, write about. And today is Mick Jagger's birthday. So I picked a different kind of song, but something that'll get your ass moving. Go.
song, literally. <laughs> yes. You know, and so, you know, Jeremy points it out. Great point, Andy Hill. Great. <laughs> so use them all right. So here, here as promised, here are six ways to control the controllables. Number one, and I have found this to be the key to how I wake up in the morning, is to plan your day the night before. I call them evening rituals. Everybody has morning rituals. I talk about evening rituals, printing my calendar, looking at the day ahead, focusing on it. You know, there's this thing called, you know, they go, oh, let me sleep on it. I sleep on the following day, allows me to wake up, fired up, get in it, prep. So talk to me about an athlete's mindset the night before. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the ritual of everything is you never walked into any scenario not having it exactly planned out how you were going to step, what you were going to do. And you look at the Olympics right now, right? Like those people aren't just there because they were the best, most talented athletes. They're there because not only are they the most talented, but they're the most trained. And when you talk about the difference in, the, in an American swimmer missing a gold medal by 0.01, that is the tiniest detail that they spend every second sleeping, you know, preparing the night before exactly how they're going to go do what it is that they're going to do. So I think when you think about it in a professional sense, most people wake up, even if they have a morning routine, and they're, they're not sure what their day looks like until they get to their morning routine and it's right. time for them to look at their calendar as opposed to saying, no, 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 I'm ready for it. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Then if I need to make an adjustment during that morning when shit goes haywire, I'm prepared to do that. So, you know, there's a, there's a couple of doozies here. That was my favorite. Number two is block two to three hours in the morning to get the most important shit done. You know, I work three to three, but basically eight to 11 are meaty hours, the, hu the huddle, then bang, 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 the things I need to get done because your emotional clock takes you downhill in the afternoon. You eat lunch. A lot of people eat lunch. They're down. So block those morning hours to do the most important stuff. So I'm going to give a shout out to somebody, Eric Corum, who I worked with at Florida State, who is a high performance coach, who actually got a PhD writing a research paper and doing an entire research study on sleep and the effects of sleep. Part of the information he found out is one of the most important things you can do for yourself to sleep well is to get two to 10 minutes of sunlight within the first half hour of waking up. So for those of you that are getting up and not going outside, not doing anything physical, but you're spending all of your time indoors and you can't figure out, well, I'm waking up early, but I'm still not sleeping well. That's exactly the reason why. So when you talk about the holistic approach and great natural medicine, getting that sunlight in the morning helps you in that in that early morning time to get focused, get energized, and then set you up and set your 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 clock right to be sleeping well at night. Love it, love it, love it. Number three is something called batching. Batch similar activities together. When I prospect, and it was interesting because Saturday afternoon, it's kind of rainy and whatever. I said, I'm going to use the day to really dig into my prospecting. I spent a full day creating, you know, and once you're in it. So you create, yeah. So you created, and what we use is our top 25, but with that prospect list, I call it a game plan. 
I call it a, a scouting report because for me and the way my mind works when we talk about batching activities together, when I'm in, when I'm in scouting report mode, I'm in fact finding. I'm not necessarily in my creative juices for great conversations, so I don't even send the message right away. When I find people that I want to get to, I spend all my time digging on them, building out the bullet points that I know I can talk to them about. Then I then I batch time together for strictly follow-up and outreach because that's my creative conversation time, and I'm not bouncing back and forth to try to find information and then go send a message and be creative. So we could do a whole show on batching, you know, because batching leads to um, number four, which is start each task with intention. What the hell do you want to get out of it? Why am I doing this? You know, for me, I said I need to add two new ping pong balls to my lottery. Jing, bing, boom. You know, I went back and looked at notes people I hadn't spoken to in a while. So um, there's a big difference between let me check or let me to doing it intention, you know, which is really, you know, and I use that as my word of the year in 2020. I did things with intention. And then number five, which is critical, is do a daily review. You know, every single day when you guys left practice, there was the feedback loop. You know, what happened today? What was good? What did I learn? What can I improve on? You can't do that in a week. It's impossible. Too, Too much shit happens in a week. You just let it go through like sand. Boom. Every day, close it up with, boom, do your daily review. Do your plan the next day. Boom, boom. Two routines, just like boxing, one, two. And, you know, really, you see the results. The other process. The other part of that review is not just at the end of the day, but schedule yourself 15 minutes in between calls. I deal with so many people on a daily basis that are back to back to back to back to back. And then they're like, oh, well, now I have all this catch up to do because I just spent four hours in back to back meetings. And now I got to go figure out what, what do we talk about in that first one? Leave yourself 15 minutes in between meetings to number one, wrap up the thing you just did and put that to bed and organize that and then turn your attention and set your intention for the next meeting that's coming up so that you show up focused, organized, and ready to be on task for what needs to be done. You know, that is directly out of our um, time management you know, module. And so I'm excited we'll be with Joe Mullings today going over the progress for Get on the Ball. But very simply, if you buy that module, it will change your life. It speaks to a lot of this stuff. Two closing shout outs, if you will. One um, is to Andrea from Crew Facilities. I'll be talking to you at 930. Everything we talked about today is part of control, the controllables, and that's doing it daily. And then a final, I'm asking for a huddle prayer Shout out to Ed Dykes, whose dad is in the hospital and is fighting. And uh, we know the power of prayer. So we're, I want all of you reach out to Ed. Just send him a note. Hey, we're thinking about you and your dad. It makes a difference. Be the one that makes a difference today. Go out, get it done, plan ahead, and let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business
get down, let's get down to business. 